Welcome to the Amy Egan Podcast, where each Saturday, Lindenwood University head women's basketball coach Amy Egan talks women's basketball and much, much more. We'll talk about past games, future games, players, the Ohio Valley Conference, the NCAA, academics, careers, and many other interesting topics. This week, we'll look at last week's game against Central Arkansas, the Bradley game that's later today, and We'll also talk about self-confidence. I know that is something we look we talk about in all careers, and particularly in sports. And joining us today as our special guest is, Lin- is Lindenwood University student athlete, freshman Maya Scoff. Uh, welcome both Amy and Maya. Uh, Maya, I'll start off with you. Did you get a chance to get home for Thanksgiving? I did, yes. I went home for two days, and it was nice being home with my family, and we all got to go to our yeah. house we hosted, so... Well, that's excellent. Excellent to hear. And so, just just a couple of questions. Um, you know, I I, under, I, I assume that Division One college basketball is different than high school basketball. Is that fair? Yes. How so? Um, definitely, the people are a lot bigger and more athletic, and you just have to kind of get used to that, I guess, and be more prepared okay. <laughs> for well, each game. Yeah, I, th- I think I see that when I watch the games, both on on TV and live. There's some big human beings out there on that basketball floor. Yes, yeah. So you're at Lindenwood University. So what's been the best part of being a Lindenwood student so far? Um, I think the best part is just definitely the people that are here. I just enjoy all the people that I'm around every day, and it makes it a lot more fun being here. And of course, you know, anytime I ask the best part, I have to ask the worst part. What's been the most challenging part about being either a college student or being at Lindenwood University? Um, probably time management and then just kind of being far away from home. But I think the part for being like far away from home, it just kind of makes it easier since I like do enjoy being around the people here. So, so Maya, do you miss your family? Yeah. <laughs> so, so having said that, and I'm, I'm glad to hear that. I'm sure they are too. What were the factors that led you to join Coach Egan at Lindenwood? Um, I've heard, like, I always, I, I didn't know a bunch about her before I came here, but when, like, my high school coach found out that she was coming here, she told me a lot of good things about her, that she wins a lot of games, and that she, like, wants to win a lot of games, is really competitive, so that definitely was a big factor. Good, because I, I assume you had lots of other college offers. Um, yeah, a few. Okay, well, good. And it's early in the season, um... A lot of freshmen playing basketball at Lindenwood. What are some of the yes. early takeaways for you personally from this first basketball season at Lindenwood? Um, yeah, I would, yeah, we definitely are really young, but I think we all have like we have a lot of good players on our team that are super talented. We just are working to put everyone together and just you know combine and we'll get there. So, well, good. And patience is always a virtue. I think I've heard that before from from somebody else. Yeah. And then on, on the academic side, uh, what is your major, Maya? Um, I'm an exercise science major on a pre-occupational therapy track. Oh, good. And, and do you plan to look at occupational therapy as a career when you're done with your basketball career? Yes, hopefully. Okay, well, good. And I know it's early, and you're still 18, 19 years old, whatever you are. <laughs> but there are other female basketball players. Um, considering Lindenwood University this year and, and in coming years. And just on your early experience there, what one piece of advice would you give to other young women looking to play Division One basketball? What would that advice be? 
Um, definitely just trust the process and like where you end up is where you're meant to be. Cause I think that's just something that rings true for me. Okay. And, and then finally, and it's likely your family will listen to this podcast, right? Yeah. Hopefully so, right. they do. So, so what do you want to say to them as they listen to this podcast here later today or this weekend sometime? Um, I'm very thankful for all of them and all that they've provided for me to get to where I am now and that I miss them a lot and I'm super excited to see them at the game today since they have the day off from work to get to come. So so they're going to be in, in Peoria today, huh? They are, yeah. They're making the drive this morning. Well, that, that's cool. I think I met your mom and dad at that first game against Tulsa back in early November sometime. Yes. And they were fine people. Maya, welcome to Lindenwood. <laughs> Um, I wish you every success, both on the basketball court and academics and in your career that follows. Uh, good luck this, after, this evening, I guess it is. I'll be watching on, I guess, ESPN Plus if it's out there. And as always, I'll be providing guidance to the referees, even though I won't be there in person. <laughs> Thank you so much. My pleasure. So, Amy, you know, I, you know I'm a mechanical kind of guy. I like the mechanics of everything. And <laughs> one of the things that I've always been fascinated with, especially in basketball, I think, is self-confidence. Yep. And, and I know self-confidence is a big factor in almost every human endeavor. But with basketball, in my mind, it has to really be a factor on shooting. Is there a method that you use or that coaches use to increase the confidence, the self-confidence of your shooters? Yeah. You know, we talk to our kids about that. Um, and, you know, I'm a big believer in self-confidence comes from your character skills um, and you're you have a lot of control over that, you know. And so for us, I would say, you know, with shooting, um, you know, working hard, having that character skill of having the ability to get in the gym, um, you know, day in and day out with goals of um, maybe a certain percentage or a certain amount of makes. Um, I think that that plays a big part in your self-confidence. So, uh, you know, I don't think there's any magic potion. You walk in a game and you're just going to be a great shooter. I think it has to happen outside the game and it has to be a lot of unseen hours uh, in a gym before practice, after practice on weekends that puts yourself in a position to have that confidence. Um, and, and it's hard, you know, it, it is hard. And I think sometimes, um, you know, some kids can say they're, I, I say that about shooting slumps too. And kids say, I'm in a shooting slump. No, you're not. It's all in your head. Uh, if you put the work, if you put the work in, you may miss some here or there. But if you believe in the work that you've put in, um, there's no reason you shouldn't have confidence. Yeah, I, that probably applies to almost any endeavor. And we've had this conversation before, and I'm going to go to the Central Arkansas game that was this past week. And every team that Lindenwood has played so far this season has had at least one really big body. And by big, I mean physically tall and just a, a strong presence. Do you see that changing much as Ohio Valley Conference play starts later this month? And if so, how will your team be adjusting to those big bodies? Yeah, I mean, maybe a little bit. I don't know if from top to bottom and, and maybe more particular in the guard position, um, they're as big and long um, of teams in the OVC as they are, you know, versus Cincinnati, versus Dayton, um, you know, versus the, the teams that we've played. But um, we'll still see some, you know, 6'2", six, 6'3", six, type kids in the OVC. Um, but I think the biggest difference will be top to bottom. They won't be probably as big a teams in that. And I haven't looked, looked, looked at it. Um, but uh, I do know when you play, you know, a Big 12 team and you're going to see a lot more length and a lot more size. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And the most entertaining thing I saw from a non-basketball perspective on 
Wednesday night, I guess it was this week. There was a sign behind the basket uh, on your yeah. bench end of the, of the gym that started counting the missed Central Arkansas free throws. Now, I'm easily entertained, and so I giggled, <laughs> so I giggled at that a lot. But I, I see that as a sign that, in, in small part, Lindenwood students are starting to become more engaged with their sports teams. So, Coach Egan, what can you and your staff and the team do to support those, what I think are entertaining college student activities? I think that's so important. I think, you know, that's where you get a really good college atmosphere is when you can get student athletes to the game. And, um, you know, I think the more our kids go support uh, other teams and show that they support them, I think we, we get some of that back from them. Uh, and that makes it fun. I mean, it's it's pretty cool to have. I, I, I don't get to see as much of it or pay much attention to it, but um, I have friends and family that will text me and say, man, I don't know who those – you know who those guys were sitting across from you guys the other day, but you better find a way to get them to come back every time. Uh, and so I, I do think it's important. I think it really creates a fun atmosphere um, and, uh, you know, a college basketball atmosphere that's fun to play in. Yeah, and I'll tell you the side story. As I, I regularly sit with Dr. Porter, uh, the president, and I pointed out that sign to him on Wednesday night. He got a big giggle out of that. We watched <laughs> every time after, the, after that to watch the Arkansas free throw shooters. Yeah, they had a, uh, you know, I went to the men's game uh, a couple nights before and, and they were over there and they had one for the men's team too. So we definitely appreciate that. Um, I think they're trying to get on ESPN3 or ESPN Plus, I mean. Uh, so, uh, you know, they're doing the right thing to make themselves presentable over there. Amen to that. That wasn't was good taste yet entertaining. <laughs> and, and you and I have talked a lot and, you know, I, I do a lot of work with numbers. And so I count things. And, and Maya, you don't know this, but I'm a nerd. Uh, <laughs> and and you, can, you can tell anybody you want to that I'm a nerd. That's fine. I'm fine with that. Hey, that's okay. Uh, You're a smart guy, man. So I, I, I took the program, and I counted that Central Arkansas had two freshmen. You've got nine, of course. And mostly juniors and seniors on their roster. Now, I don't even know if the freshmen played. I'm not that much of a nerd. But like I always do, I did some math. I count things. And if you think about the ages of college juniors and seniors, they're going to be 21, 22, something like that. And the age of the traditional college freshmen, 18, 19, something like that. Those traditional college juniors and seniors have really lived about 10% longer and have 10% more basketball experience and life experience than freshmen. And we know that freshmen and sophomores will improve. Maya, I'm looking forward to watching you the rest of this year and the next three years at Lindenwood. But Coach Egan, do you think that the rate of improvement of freshmen will be greater than what would you would normally see with the rate of improvement for juniors and seniors? Well, I, I think, you know, I, I'm a big believer in that there's no experience like game experience, you know, to get kids to uh, understand the game and understand whether it's the speed of the game or how physical it is, or even part of their game, you know, with it. So, um, I think, you know, there's a lot of value in, uh, being a freshman and getting that experience. Um, and I think if you look at our kids, whether it's Maya or our other freshmen from the time they, they got here to now, how much they've already improved, uh, how much they're starting to understand the game more. Uh, not that we're, we're there or anything yet, but that we're making those, those big strides and those improvements. Um, I think you, you definitely, if you're in sitting in my seat, you definitely see it. Um, and I think what is exciting is to say, 
hey, these kids are going to be sophomores next year. You know, then they're going to be juniors and then they're going to be seniors. You know, by the time they're seniors, I don't even know if I'll have to coach. Um, I might be able to sit on the (laughs) sidelines and watch them play. Right. Um, But I think that's that's, um, you know, I think that's the exciting thing about it. And yeah, it's hard. Um, having a lot of freshmen and it's hard having uh, a lack of experience in, in regards to, I'm sure them too, you know, being put in this position, losing is not, not fun. Um, but, uh, you know, they keep trying to get better. They keep striving to get better. They're in the gym when, um, you know, we're not in practice. So I think there's a lot to say about that with them. And I think, like I said, the most exciting thing is they're going to continue just to get better and better. And five games in, five NCAA, all D1 games are in. And this is kind of a softball question, but I want to ask it anyway. So you came from Drury, uh, a Division II program. What are the biggest differences? I know the, the obvious ones. But what are the biggest differences you see beyond that between Division One and Division Two basketball teams, not just players? Uh, just the size, I would say. Uh, the size from top to bottom, um, you know, and – I think the speed, the skill set uh, from top to bottom, uh, you know, it's a little bit different because I was at Drury and we had a lot of D1 kids on our roster at Drury, uh, some transfer backs, but also some kids that uh, we were able to steal out of high school that had D1 talent So, um, and D1 offers. So I, I, it's a little bit harder, but I would definitely say, um, you know, the size of kids from top to bottom, the speed, the athleticism, the skill set from top to bottom, that, that's probably the biggest thing. And then my uh, final exams, your first college final exam start here in a week or two, I think, out at Lindenwood. Uh, and Coach Egan, as, as your freshman players, really, and as all your players enter their, their final exam season in the next couple of weeks, how do you help them balance academics and basketball during that time frame? Well, all that starts, I mean, any time, type of uh, preparation has to start from early on. And, you know, I, I think we tell them at the beginning of the semester, the harder you work at the beginning, the easier finals weeks it, finals week is. And so putting yourself in a position uh, that when you get to finals week, it's not like, oh my gosh, if I don't pass this test, I'm going to fail. Um, you know, doing your work early. And that's, that's a carryover to anything. That's a carryover to life. Um, that's a carryover to basketball. It's a carryover to everything. So really talking to them and teaching them and, and guiding them. Um, I would say we're pretty, uh, we stay on top of them academically. I mean, we do um, study tables with them. Uh, we check on them weekly academically. We have meetings with them. If they're not doing what they need to do or, or if they're falling behind, we try to get on top of it early to put themselves in a position when they get to finals week to um, you know, still be able to handle the, ac- the academic and the athletic side of it. Excellent. Excellent. I wish I had that kind of guidance when I was in high school. And trust me, I didn't do athletes. <laughs> You see my five nine old guy body. That was just not, not much of an athlete back in the day. Uh, they they so. probably get sick of us on them so much, but um, hopefully they understand whether it's now or at some point in their life that uh, you know that that we were doing it for the right reasons and really trying to prepare them for uh, life in general and whether they have to balance the workforce with you know having families and and so forth with it. And last week I think it was on our podcast. You told us the Amy Egan. Um, basketball coaching story. And just so our listeners get a better handle on not just Amy Egan, but her family, can just briefly tell us about your family. Are they in the area? Um, take it from there. Yeah. So um, I grew up one of five kids. I'm the oldest. 
uh, and grew up about two and a half, two hours probably from, uh, from St. Charles in a very, very small town. Uh, and, uh, just, uh, you know, we, we grew up pretty poor, so I didn't have a, a, a lot of money, uh, growing up with such a big family. And, uh, but I was very, very fortunate that, um, you know, I, I actually, well, growing up, didn't um, didn't want to leave home and go to college because I was such a homebody with stuff. So, um, so I, I uh, my my sister, all my sisters and brothers live back in Shelbyna except for one of them, and she lives in Florida. Uh, but uh, they all are very very close to me, and we we stay in touch daily. Uh, they watch all the games, or they're here in the stands, one or the other. So I'm very fortunate with that that we're still really all close. Um, lots of nieces and nephews right now. So uh, that makes it fun that I have that ability to go back and watch them play some basketball and football and, and so forth with it. Um, so again, I, I was very fortunate and very lucky when I grew up and I uh, had a lot of great experiences that have led me to today. Excellent. That's good to hear. And same in my seat. I'm the oldest of five and our family stays really close together and we're spread all over that all over the country. So the basketball question, besides basketball, what other sports, Coach Egan, do you like to watch and play? And you know I'm expecting one answer. <laughs> well, pickleball number one. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> I haven't played a ton of pickleball. Um, I mean, I like all sports. I mean, I'm a, I really have been into probably the last four or five years golf. Uh, I like to play golf in, in the summer. Uh, I don't get out there enough to be able to be good at it, but man, the days that I, that, that I have a good day, it always makes me want to go back. So, um, so I do enjoy that and being out on the course. Um, I really, really do like watching college football. I'm, I'm much more of a college, uh, uh, sports watching person than NBA or professional type stuff. Uh, I really like college, but, um, you know, it's crazy. I was I was saying this the other day, but like I love, love when is college football season? I love, love, love college football. I could lay on a couch all day on, on a Saturday and watch college football. But then the minute basketball games start, I kind of flip uh, and kind of forget about college football a little bit. So um, I enjoy watching a lot of sports and uh, I like to stay active and um, you know, when you, when you get older, it's a little bit different with how much you can play those sports, uh, and, uh, not be sore and, and not able to move the next day. But, uh, I do enjoy, I do enjoy, um, staying active. Well, you know what, while you're making that long trip up to Peoria and back today, please know that I will be watching college football today. So what it's worth, you know, I've, <laughs> lots I've got of good some, games on today. Yeah. Yeah. Some really good games. And of course you're on, you both are going to jump on a bus here in a couple minutes and head up to Peoria to play the Bradley University women's team later this after, later this evening. Coach Egan, what do you expect from your team in this game? And also, what do you expect from Bradley? Yeah, so, um, you know, I, I think, you know, you look at even the Central Arkansas game. Um, I mean, we had some really, really good practices leading up to that uh, Central Arkansas game. And I thought we've had some really, some really good couple of days leading up to Bradley as well. So um, I'm excited to see again where we're at you know, what we need to continue to, to improve on and uh, what we're doing really well right now. But, um, you know, the biggest things I just expect us to compete, to have that will to win, to, to want to go out and, and uh, make things happen and uh, really put ourselves in a position to win and, and to be ourselves, whether it's a good day or a bad day for us um, and, and just play hard, you know. And, and so um, that's really what I expect today uh, with stuff. Uh, I expect us to walk out of there with a win and um, to put ourselves in that position, like I said. So I'm excited. Another opportunity for us to grow and, and to get better. Okay. 
And then the last thing on, on this week's Amy Egan podcast is yesterday, the new made a big announcement and they are cutting back a significant number of both men's and women's sports. And, and, you know, I follow college business and it's, it's, an, it's a good thing for the It was an important thing for the to do. Um, sports costs a lot of money. Um, just what was your initial reaction when you heard the news yesterday? Yeah. You know, I, I found out the same time as everyone else. And, um, you know, I, the first thing I'm going to say, and I don't know a lot about it, but uh, the most important thing is that, um, you know, I feel for the coaches and for the student athletes that are put in that position. Uh, it's definitely not easy. Um, and, uh, you know, we wish them, you know, the best of luck in anything that they choose to do after this. Um, but it, it's definitely a hard thing. I know a lot of them uh, have a lot of uh, a lot of ties to Lindenwood, have a lot of love for Lindenwood. So um, th- that's a really hard position for them. So we've come to the end of this podcast episode with Lindenwood University head women's basketball coach Amy Egan and freshman Maya Scoff. Ladies, best wishes for the trip up to Peoria today. For those listeners, I encourage you to share the podcast link with friends, families, and neighbors. If you have questions or comments for Coach Egan for future podcasts, email them to gstocker, that's G-S-T-O-C-K-E-R, at lindenwood.edu. Ladies, best wishes, and Coach Egan will talk again next week. Thanks, Gary.